Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown podcast is ready to go, and some breaking, breaking news here. A bit of a surprise. Florida, Notre Dame, scheduling each other. Might be a decade away, but uh, (laughs) that's pretty big news anyway. Florida, Notre Dame, two college football powerhouses are going to square off 2031. 2032. That's how it's going to break down. But uh, thanks for uh, joining us here. Uh, joining me here, uh, here on this surprise episode here, uh, live on YouTube right now uh, with this bit of breaking news. Of course, Florida Notre Dame, big big news. Uh, Florida schedule uh, for the next decades pretty pretty uh, packed uh, with some some big time road trips and big teams coming to the swamp. Uh, and uh, should be fun. Should be fun for the next decade. We know the college football playoff is going to bring about matchups like this, probably expansion of the college football playoff as well. So teams are going to go out and, and, and schedule these tougher teams, knowing there's a little bit of wiggle room uh, probably in the college football playoff. If it, you know, it's, it's going to eventually expand against my, uh, against my wishes. It's going to uh, get bigger. That's another conversation in and of itself, but uh, it will bring us games like this. So I, I can't argue about that part of it. Uh, of course, I think we're going to get a lot of big matchups here. Uh, Florida, Notre Dame uh, to, to kind of, you know, headline the, the the news that is today. But I mean, here we go in the release uh, from Florida. Uh, it's announced today here on February 9th. 2021 that it's Florida has added a home and home series with Notre Dame to its schedule for the 2031, 2032 football seasons. The Gators will face the fighting Irish in South Bend in 2031 and Florida will host Notre Dame for a non-conference contest in 2032. So back to back seasons, as I said, about a decade away. Uh, Some more details. uh, We'll we'll get into it in just a second here, but uh, remember you can find Gators breakdown at news4jacks.com slash Gators breakdown. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks a lot of the few of you that's joining me live on YouTube for the surprise episode as well. Uh, with, with, with this news, uh, like subscribe, it really helps us out here on Gators breakdown. So yeah, let's get into a, a bit more of the release from the university of Florida with this, the two perennial powers, Florida and Notre Dame, have only met one time in their storied history as Notre Dame came back to beat Florida in the highest-scoring Sugar Bowl to that date, a 39-28 Notre Dame win on January 1st, 1992. Let's get into some details about this specific matchup 
2031-2032. In 2031, the Gators will head north to face the Irish on November 15th, a mid-November matchup going to South Bend, Indiana. So it's probably going to be a little chillier than the Gators are used to. You know, get those trips to to Missouri around the same time of the year. Going to be very similar uh, to that. So, you know, not, not, not big. I guess, you know, some weird things happen. You might could have some snow. You might could have some ice, all that kind of stuff around that year, around that time of year, but very unlikely. Probably just could be some cold weather, but I mean, look, we're a decade out, but still big news here. But 2031, the Gators will play at Notre Dame. First part of the matchup is on the road, November 15th. And while Florida will welcome Notre Dame early in the 2032 campaign on September 11th. So going to South Bend, Indiana, November 15th, you know, probably an advantage for Notre Dame. Florida will get that of the same advantage the next year when Notre Dame has to come to Gainesville September 11th when it's hot, sweaty, muggy, uh, all that good stuff. You know, that should be an advantage for Florida. So both teams, I'm thinking, you know, probably had it. Uh, okay, we're going to schedule this game for our advantage. The time of year where it benefits us the most. And I think that's what you were getting here with, with Florida and Notre Dame. But, man, I mean, you don't see many big out-of-conference games. I do wonder if we'll see more, but you don't see many big out-of-conference games mid-November. You don't, you know, most of these big non-conference games are at the beginning of the season, or if you just happen to luck up and get, you know, a, a big ACC versus SEC matchup when you know when Florida and Florida State are really good and, and they're going at like the 90s. You know, you, you kind of look up in it that those games are always scheduled at the end of the year and you might and may and both teams might be good. But this, you know, you're afraid you're scheduling powerhouse teams in mid-November. You don't see that a whole lot. A lot of these out-of-conference games, as I said, beginning of the season or the very last week of the season. This is mid-November, gonna have a lot of you know, repercussions here and, you know, Notre Dame has a little bit of scheduling flexibility with themselves, of course, with the way they're able to schedule as an independent and, you know, dip their foot in the ACC. Uh, but, you know, they have a little bit more scheduling flexibility as, you know, they play Michigan, they play USC uh, a good bit, Michigan State. So, you know, Notre Dame opening up their schedule a bit. They played Georgia recently in the SEC, uh, of course, and now they will play Florida in 2031 and twenty. 32. So overall for Florida, as I mentioned, Florida's beefing up, beefing up. They're uh, at a conference schedule over the next decade. The conference, uh, the schedule will include Texas, Utah, Cal, Colorado, Arizona state, NC state. And that's on top of Miami USF and the annual matchup versus FSU. That will get back into the swing of things this year. For 2021. So, I mean, save up your money. <laughs> It'll be a lot of road trips coming up. Texas, Utah, Cal, Colorado, Arizona State. I mean, we'll see if those all those games stay on, on the schedule. If they get reshuffled, I'm going to go through the years uh, of here, going through the next decade of schedules here uh, for Florida as far as at a conference, as uh, far as you know, power five non-conference opponents go. Uh, for 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 the Gators, uh, but man, you know USF doesn't count in, in, in that Power Five, but you know they're still an in-state school. Uh, but the way Florida laid it out here, 2021, you know your this coming up season, Florida State, that's your uh, you know non your your future Power Five 
uh, non-conference opponent for 2021. As I said, you still have USF uh, in 2021 as well. But in 2022, you host Utah. So next year, next season, Utah comes to town and then at Florida State. Uh, 2023, at Utah. 2024, Miami's back on the schedule. Florida hosts Miami in 2024. We'll go to Miami in 2025. 2026, Cal at NC State. 2027, at Cal. 2028, Colorado. You're hosting Colorado then at Arizona State. 2029, at Colorado. 2030, Texas. And here's the big one. Now, look, I'm not, I've left off FSU. You know, I'm sure they're going by the contract here for Florida. But in these years, I'm listing Utah, Miami, Cal, NC State, all that stuff. You still have FSU on the schedule as well. That's a given. Uh, you know, I'm kind of leaving them off the, uh, the point here, but you, you have FSU as well. They could bounce back. You know, they're in the state of Florida. They can recruit uh, at some point. Uh, if they get the right guy, they're leading the charge. So, you know, including this schedule, including these teams, you could be adding a, a formidable FSU at some point. I don't think anytime soon, but at some point, over the next decade, you know, Florida State may become um, closer to what we historically know them to be. But, yeah, so I left off, wait, 2028, Colorado, at Arizona State, 2029, at Colorado, 2030, Texas, 2031. This is probably where the schedule is going to have to get get redone, <laughs> reformatted a bit. 2031, when this Notre Dame part of the schedule starts, as it's scheduled right now, at Texas, hosting Arizona State, at Notre Dame, FSU would be on the schedule as well. Texas, Arizona State, Notre Dame, FSU. If the SEC schedule stays the same, of course, Georgia's always going to be on there. Maybe even LSU will be on there. Could you imagine a schedule in 2031 that would feature Notre Dame, Texas, Arizona State, Georgia, LSU, Florida State? I mean, first of all, I talked about saving your money up. 2031, you have to save it up at Texas, at Notre Dame. Man, that's what I'm saying. If it stays the way it looks, that's going to be a crazy, crazy season. A decade away, of course, and then we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but it's a talking point right now. I'm thinking it probably gets redone a bit. You know, you have 2023 at Utah. You know, Florida State will be on the schedule as well. 2024, you have Miami. 2025 at Miami. Do you shift? you know, one of these games uh, up to that point, if you can, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of trips out West starting in 2020, 2023 at Utah, 2027 at Cal, 2028 at Arizona state, 2029 at Colorado. I mean, I tell you, it's uh, <laughs> you, you, you bring, you try and bring one of those West coast games up a bit. Uh, you know, the Cal or the Arizona State uh, matchup. So, tell you what, I mean, that's that, that's something else. So, 2031, uh, go back to that just a second. At Texas, Arizona State, at Notre Dame, Florida State as well, 2032, Notre Dame, and NC State. Both of those games would be at home. So, I tell you what, I mean, <laughs> schedule, Florida schedule is going to be a lot of fun. And I think this is a byproduct of the college football playoff, uh, like I said. And But this this one kind of came from nowhere. Uh, didn't I, I knew they're, they're, they're working on out-of-conference opponents, uh, of course. You're, you're always working on that. Um, I didn't think it'd be Notre Dame. 
you know, Notre Dame right now, I mean, of course, historically, one of, if not the top college football program name recognition wise. But at this point, I would have been okay with, say, you know, in Ohio State, a Penn State, um, a Clemson, a USC. Right now, that would have brought, brought the, you know, the same kind of recognition in, in my mind. But Notre Dame's always going to be up there because, I mean, recently, they're a college football playoff uh, team. They, um, you know, are, are in that conversation uh, for the last few years. Historically, they're always going to be up there no matter what anyway. It's a decade away. We'll, we'll see. They've had their dips, uh, of course, and <laughs> Florida's had their dips. So, you know, in, in 10 years, we'll see if this game is still at the same stature as, I mean, both teams are fighting for college football playoffs spots this past year uh, there. But, you know, they're, they're powerhouse programs. You don't get much bigger than Florida and Notre Dame. As I said, you know, Notre Dame, I'm trying to think. I think maybe they may, they might have a home-and-home home at LSU coming up as well. Um, I don't I, I don't 100% remember, but it just got through playing Georgia in 2018, 2019 uh, for, for some good games uh, between those two programs. So, uh, you know, if we get the same type of games – uh, with Florida and Notre Dame in a decade, uh, that would be that'd be good for college football. But uh, Florida's schedule will be a whole lot of fun, a whole lot of fun uh, coming up this decade. I'll, uh, let me try and hit some of the comments here. Um, you know, I see a lot of people uh, joking about their age and all that kind of stuff. Casual Carolina fishing here on YouTube says, I'll probably be dead by then. <laughs> uh, but then he says he'd be 67, 68 years old. Yeah, I'll be... Let's see. I'll be at 37, uh, 38 then. So, yeah, I'll be uh, uh, no, 47, 48, uh, 10 years from now. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be hitting 50 uh, when, when these games come around. So it, it, and it's so funny when you start uh, looking at look, 2020 was weird enough with, with COVID and you saw so many schedules get figured out. I mean, look at what, what was the Coastal Carolina and BYU were able to figure out a game the week of. Um, but these games. You know, it it, it takes – because since Florida already has Utah, Arizona State, Cal, Miami, FSU already on the schedule every year as well, you know, it it, it is a little difficult to if, – if we have a normal schedule, you know, without COVID and you're, and you're having to find opponents, you're going to still get this way out five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years announcements – uh, there, you know, the, these schedules are, are made in, in advance. Um, and I think now made in advance with the college football playoff uh, in, in mind. So um, let's see, uh, go some more of these comments here. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. So pretty much uh, as uh, I mean, another thing, uh, casual Carolina fishing brings up. By 2031, Brian Johnson might be back at UF as our head coach by then. I mean, I, I'd be completely surprised if Dan Mullen and Brian Kelly are the, are the coaches in, in 10 years when we look at that. So that's why I say you don't know where these teams will be uh, in, in a decade. If you had to ask me right now, neither coach will be on the sideline, neither, neither Dan Mullen or Brian Kelly. Uh, you know, coaches just don't stay around uh, that that long all too often. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I hope they are. If both, if both coaches are on the sideline, that means – that's probably going to be a top flight game because both coaches are, are doing so well that they're still on the sidelines. 
in a decade. Uh, so you you would be looking at a class. It, 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 it would be a, a top 10 classic matchup if both of these coaches are still at their respective schools uh, at, at that point in their careers. I mean, you, you would be talking, you know, Dan Mullen, who had been now would have been at Florida for 13 years. Uh, you, you go and look at it that way. So, uh, and, and Brian Kelly, even longer than that. Uh, so, yeah, if both of these coaches are roaming the sidelines in 2031 and 2032, you're getting you're getting a good matchup. You're getting some big time um, programs that you know coaches have stood by because they're winning. You know, the only the, the only way those both of these coaches or even one is still on the sideline in 10 years is because that program is winning. Those programs are winning. Uh, so you know, you, you take uh, any extended dip here or. You know, Brian Kelly's name has been mentioned in the NFL a lot. We know Mullins uh, in the NFL stuff this past year. So, but these coaches are on the sideline in a decade. You're 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 getting a good matchup. Uh, uh, sporting advantages, on the contrary, Mullins would have broken every offensive stat by then. Yep, <laughs> he absolutely, absolutely would have. Uh, so, uh, hopefully, um, as Jet uh, Jet Mac says, Grantham will have UF at the bottom of the FBS defensive stats by 2030. So I guess we'll have that to look forward to. Uh, so yeah, that would be uh, uh, hopefully. You know, if Grantham's here in a decade too, that means the defense got fixed. <laughs> so because <laughs> uh, uh, if Mullen's going to hang on to him for that long, he can't let Mullen, he can't let Grantham drag him down in, in the next decade uh, if that's the case. But uh, yeah, a lot of good fun here. Uh, with that good fun matchup, I think uh, when it's all said and done, you know you get you get your powerhouse matchups, uh, and that that that's the fun part uh, about it. Let me see if I can catch up with some um some Twitter comments here, but uh, I mean just one more time, I'm gonna go through non-conference opponents for for the Gators coming up: Notre Dame, Texas, Utah, Cal, Colorado, Arizona State, NC State. In-state foes, Miami, USF, annual matchup versus Florida State. I mean, you know, I'll get into just the, the playoff, and, it, and that's the talk. That's where it comes from. And that's really where it's going to be. Uh, that, that That's really where all this is coming from. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll see um, if any more are announced. I didn't think this would be announced, but I think Florida's probably going to be pretty done <laughs> with the out of conference. Yeah, you'll you'll still get your cupcakes in years where Florida doesn't have um, the number of the out of conference opponents that uh, you know they'll have later on when they're where they're playing Cal and Utah and Arizona State and, and all that good stuff. Yeah, you still have your cupcake games uh, sprinkled here and out, but you're not going to be um, you're going to have a, a lot of these. You know, boring seasons now where you're going to the swamp and, and, and seeing um, you know, cupcake after cupcake uh, any, anymore. Uh, so, yeah, um, it, it is funny when you look at it this way. Uh, Jeremy Mefford on Twitter says, kids that will play in this game are currently in elementary school. <laughs> That's how far away it is. So, uh, you know, you're not, you're not recruiting these kids yet. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's that. That's the that's the life of it right now. That's just the way it is. You you uh, you, you schedule these games as far out, especially when you have already, you know, the Texas and the Cal and Arizona State, Utah. Those games are already scheduled in the coming two, three, five, six years away. You're going to have to start p- pushing past that point uh, there. Yeah, I, I did wonder if we would see that slow down just because we saw, as I mentioned, 2020 and how the schedules. Were quickly figured out. Um, 
to, to, to happen and, and teams to play games. I did wonder if we would start seeing these announcements 10 years away, slow down that you wouldn't see as many as those. Cause now you can get them figured out. You know, would you wait to say, all right, we, we know we have a, a, a pretty good team. We need to beef up the schedule in two or three years. You know, who do we look at that? We think, I mean, like I said, Notre Dame's usually better than they are. You know, good. They're usually more good than they are bad. You can schedule that and kind of say, "All right, that's going to be helping the strength of schedule." Um, when you look at it, even ten years away. But I did think, you know, you, you start picking picking up trends along the way of okay, who's going to be good in two years? Who's going to be good in three years? Now, I thought I think you may see more of that. Some programs do that. As far as scheduling, but you know, Florida's schedule is pretty much already filled out as far as on, uh, non-conference opponents for the next decade. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see where it all, uh, how it all shakes out. But uh, uh, Donovan German says, "Hey, slow down. I'm just excited about the Gators in, at Utah in 2023. I can hop on a direct 90-minute flight to Salt Lake and go to that game. I am so excited for it. 20, 2031 is so far off." You are correct that things may change. Yeah. Um, uh, Wine Wine Dog on Twitter says, I hate that they get scheduled so far in advance. If the program is in good place in a decade, this could be amazing. There we go. It's kind of going to my point there. But if it isn't, this could be another four-win year. (laughs) Texas could have four rings under Sark by then or be on its third head coach since. Who knows? That's the thing. I mean, you don't know, but you – Put it this way, you still schedule Texas no matter what. You still schedule Notre Dame no matter what. I mean, it's uh that you you, you don't shy away from name brand programs. More than likely they're gonna be at least good. But you you still schedule those games that to look forward to for you know for season ticket purchases and, and to get excited. Um it helps recruits too. Um Hey, you're going to go play in South Bend, Indiana. You're going to go play in Austin, Texas. You're going to go play uh, at, at Utah. You know, take that trip that you may not ever get to take in your life. A lot of these kids don't get to travel uh, with, with, you know, um, as far as you know, regular life or anything. Their travel starts when they go to co- when they start playing college football. Um, so, you know, yeah, that's a selling point. It's a selling point. So I think you, you're able to sell that to recruits in some form or fashion. That's another reason I think you're seeing it. When you play in the SEC, you can sell. You're going to go play in Baton Rouge. You play Georgia and Jacksonville. Um, you, you play Alabama every now and then. Don't get me started on how long it takes to play opponents. But, you know, you, you get things like that. But, you know, now when you get to sell a point that you get to go play Texas, you get to play another name. That's a selling point. That is a, a selling point there. So, uh, yeah, I don't – it doesn't matter to me how good Texas and Notre Dame is. Would I like them to be better and the game have more atmosphere? Absolutely. You schedule games no matter what, though. You schedule powerhouse brand names any chance you can get. At least it makes it look forward – it makes it fun to look forward to. <laughs> so, oh, man. But, uh, yeah, a lot of people kind of joking about – how old they'll be <laughs> at that point. Uh, so uh, it should be uh, get your uh, get your frequent flyer mile. Go ahead and get whatever credit card you want. 
uh, for the next few years. Earn those points. Maybe one of your flights can be pretty much taken care of <laughs> with enough points because Florida's going to be hitting the road and hitting the road with a lot of big games, a lot of big games there. So everybody, thanks uh, for hopping on here. Uh, if you missed it, uh, just put just recorded it last night. Nick De La Torre uh, from Gators Territory jumped on Gators Breakdown. We did our State of the Program episode where we talked um, about all the questions surrounding Florida after three years of Dan Mullen. Should there be that many questions after three years uh, and all that good stuff? But, uh, yeah, a lot of good discussion there uh, when they kind of just looking at the program from a wide scope and all that good stuff. And uh, check it out if you have not yet. Uh, thanks for everybody who joined, hopped on live here uh, on YouTube. Some of you guys are here almost every episode, even some surprise episodes like this. Uh, thanks for thanks for hopping on. Can't, can't thank you enough there for all the support subscribe. If you have not subscribed, hit that like button. It really helps us out. Hit, hit, hit that like and subscribe button. Uh, it really means a lot uh, to the, to the YouTube algorithm and how more people can find Gators breakdown. It's what we always want. It's what we always want here. So yeah, thanks for hopping on uh, a lot of good schedule talk, big, big announcement, Florida, Notre Dame, a decade away. <laughs> so thanks for hopping on here. I'm the host of Gators breakdown, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at Gator Dave underscore S E C. Guys and girls out there, thanks for listening to this episode of Gators Breakdown.